Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host, here with Mark Griffith, our co-host. The Housing Hour is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Thank you all for joining us here on this Saturday. We appreciate you guys coming into the Housing Hour. Um, I know I always look forward to this hour of the week, and I hope you do too. And we hope to add something to your Saturday and uh, give you uh, some added benefit uh, for for tuning in to 100.3. Um, thank you again. Um, and you know, Mark, it's it's interesting to me to see the current state of interest rates, considering, just like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you know, they're still at historic lows. You know, people are coming in, people are purchasing homes. You know, if you look really at the numbers, you know, people are concerned about home values. Um, but the thing is, for instance, if you look at Knox County and Davidson County, some of the counties here in Tennessee that, you know, maybe are the bigger counties, um, they're really not down that much over the last five years. It's about two and a half percent is what it is. Well, it's kind of like a double-edged blade because uh, you, you want low values when you want to buy the home. But if you're selling a home, you want higher values. So right. what's the best market? Well, the best market is when there's people out there buying. So you have the opportunity to sell your home. We're seeing that now. Our phones are going absolutely crazy. People are coming in. We're pre-qualifying on a regular basis all day long. We're really, really busy. Interest rates are low. House prices are low. People are buying. So get out there. And, you know, if you're a realtor out there listening, you know, Mortgage Investors Group has always made it a very big point to concentrate on purchase business. Um, Certainly there's refinances that are going on and we spend time talking about both. Um, But if you are a realtor out there, we uh, make the purchase business our number one priority. Um, Obviously we're still going to close refinances, you know, within 30 days in, in most circumstances, but there are times where, you know, a purchase is definitely uh, overridden and put that, that is put in front of a refinance. We want to make sure that people um, get the proper priorities, the priorities are straight for those. Um, And, and, another thing too, Mark, if you look at the numbers just from last year and this year, it may not be a substantial change, but you know what I feel like is different is just the confidence. I feel the confidence is coming back. The realtors seem to be more positive. I know that we are more positive in our branch. The phone calls, you know, we're, we're just, I feel like it's different from just a confidence perspective. Well, Tony Spiva from UT Economics Department always says, uh, you know, I expect- love him. Yes, he's great. Yeah. Uh, expectation drives the market. So when people yeah. are excited and happy about and feel good about the market, that's usually what determines uh, the direction that it's going. And right now, I would say that it is awesome because we are getting folks in. The agents are excited. Borrowers are excited. And I'm hearing that there's multiple offers on one home at a time. So that we haven't seen that since the bubble years. Yeah. Well, do you remember in, there was several years in Las Vegas where folks would literally get in line to make offers on property? We're not there yet. We're not yet. quite <laughs> back there yet. And, you know, the fact is we never want to go back to that 
system because that's what caused the bubble to begin with. I think we need it. That's why the the Tennessee model has is a healthy model. You don't see the huge increases. You definitely don't see the huge declines. It's just a very even, Stephen healthy flow. Well, and the stricter Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac guidelines and FHA guidelines have curtailed that, uh, you know, excessive lending policies that seem to be the, the norm in 2003. So we have a little bit more conservative method of doing that, but still a lot of people can qualify. So you just need to come in and get right. going. Now we do also to let everybody out there know, we have a very special guest here with us today. Uh, Mansoor is with State Farm and um, he is your uh specialist, your insurance agent extraordinaire. Um, he is going to come in right now and talk to us. Thank you so much for coming in and joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, of course, everybody knows he was on a few weeks back um, and he had, I believe he was doing the prom dress uh, giveaway. I want you to talk about that in a moment. And then he was also moving at the time. And so you were nice enough to call in. And it was and, stormy. And we had a huge storm that had just happened as well. Yes. So did you get through all that okay? Yes, we did. Um, we had a great event where we uh, we gave dresses away to high school uh, uh, seniors that needed uh, some dresses and things like that so we collected for the them prom for the prom right. yeah uh, so we collected them got them together had an event brought them by uh, they they got to come pick it out we had accessories for them and gift cards and stuff like that so it was a very successful event it was a very stressful weekend because um, mm -hmm. we had the big storms that came through uh, so the office was busy and you um, were moving and, I and was we moving. were hammering them to come on the show <laughs> that's right so uh, when when you deal with insurance you uh, you kind of if there's a big storm you work on the weekends too so uh, right. we were we were busy on that weekend with work with uh with an event and with moving so. i have so many things i want to talk to you about and i think that let me start with you know why don't you describe to me how you have your what your relationship is like with your your customers because i know that and i'm not going to throw under the bus my current situation but it's different than having an agent that you directly work with. The gentleman who I have, and again, I'm not going to say any names, but I'm definitely, once I get all of these claims all straightened out, we're going to be moving over. Um, but the, the question is, what describe your relationship with your customers. How, how do you see your relationship and, and what do you do that makes it different? Well, um, with, with anything that you do, having a professional helps, whether it's somebody to buy your house, somebody to, 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 to put do the mortgage for you, insurance is no different. Um, you want somebody that you're going to trust and somebody that's going to give you professional advice because that's what you're paying for, is for somebody that is knowledgeable in that certain area uh, to give you advice on how to structure uh, your risk protection plan. And so the relationship that I have with my customers is, is I'm a risk manager. And so when they come to me, I'm going to look at all, all, uh, all aspects of their risk and go through with them uh, their home risk, their, their auto risk, their liability risk if, if, if somebody was majorly injured, uh, things that they might not think about. And I'm going to – my goal is to educate um, how policies work and, and how to protect themselves the best. Their job is to determine to what level they want to be protected. 
So as long as the information is there, they can then make an educated decision. Because, you know, in the past I've, I've went to folks and, you know, they just come at me with the lowest possible rate because they just felt, I assume, and maybe I was giving off those vibes that I just wanted the lowest rate, you know? <laughs> and so they're like, well, you know, we'll give you 25,000 this and, you know, and it wasn't enough. Right. It, was, it was like the absolute minimum that the state of Tennessee allows for when it comes to liability and all of those things. So, you know, there is a minimum in the state of Tennessee. And yes, I mean, is, do you think that that minimum should be raised? I mean, I know that you sell insurance, but I mean, let's just be honest about it. If someone were to, you know, get injured on your property and you had the minimum, there's a good chance you're not going to be covered. There, that That's correct. Um, you can easily go over the state minimums and, and just, just for knowledge purpose, the, the state minimums is 25,000 of bodily injury per person, 50,000 per accident. That's the minimum. That's the minimum. And then 15,000 for property damage. So if you're legal. I mean, when I had a child, I think we spent more yeah. than that. <laughs> Let alone is some, you know, so I mean, seriously, right. that doesn't seem adequate. Well, I mean, if you hit a car that and total it and it's over $15,000, it's a, if it's a $25,000 car, it's totaled, you're 10000 out of pocket and you have what you think is full coverage insurance. So that's a, that's a, a term that we hear a lot. People will come in and say, hey, I want full coverage. And I'll say, okay, well, what liability limits do you want? They go, I don't know. I just, I have full coverage. So we, we investigate a little bit further and find out what they really have. Uh, full coverage, there's no such thing as full coverage because there, there's every insurance policy is going to stop at some point. They're not going to take an uh, right. unknown amount of risk on. So you need to know as a consumer what that limit is. And if it's 25000 and you're comfortable with it, then okay. I don't have a lot of customers who are comfortable with that mm-hmm. because 25000 could be two days in a hospital. Uh, 15000 on property damage could be uh, uh, any car driving out on the road right now. Right. So as a homeowner's insurance agent, certainly you offer other services as well. And, and that's one thing I encourage all of my past customers and going forward, any of MIG's future customers, you know, to have all of it in one place because it, it first of all, is going to give you a discount, number one, but also it makes it easier for you when you're going to renew. You're only dealing with one person and the renewals maybe are more streamlined, a little bit easier, and you can talk to one person about all of your situation. But whenever you look at homeowners insurance policies, you know, when somebody comes and they want, you know, supplemental insurance. Let's say they have some, they have, you know, a ring or they have, you know, gold bars or whatever, <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they have something you get additional. get gold bars now. What's that? <laughs> you have gold bars now. <laughs> That's right. Well, well, the question is really, how do you advise people on that? Because, you know, some people think, well, I, I have my insurance and I have my, you know, my personal property is X amount, but some of that stuff is not covered, like diamonds and things like that. Those aren't always covered under that personal property, correct? Right, right. Um, people, you, I don't think people know that, actually. I don't think people know that. We get questions all the time. They'll they'll come in and say, well, uh, I, all my stuff's covered, or, or they had somebody else set the insurance up for them. They've never taken an active role in their insurance. Right. And so you got to know what those limits are. Um, a lot of policies in the state of Tennessee have limitations for jewelry, for cash. So gold bars would be... Uh, would would fall in there with with cash, uh, with um, coins, collectibles, and those types of things. Firearms. So if you have a whole lot of guns, there could be um, some some coverage issues there too. So every single one has some limitation factor to it. You just need to know what those are. Well, one of the questions I think that came up with somebody who I know um, that works at our office, he had um, several diamond uh, rings. 
and some other jewelry and it was covered but he had to find the receipts for those even though he had a supplemental policy that's another thing that people need to be concerned or aware of is that if you have a homeowner's insurance policy let's just say you have it and you have these things covered you still need to keep the proof of purchase correct um it's a case-by-case basis if it's been a separate item that's scheduled, normally they get the full documentation on the front end. So that would surprise me if they needed more documentation after the fact. Um, But it never hurts to have some documentation. Um, It's going to be a case-by-case basis. Mm -hmm. What I suggest to my clients is, with the age of technology that we're in right now, it's very easy to document some of your stuff. So what I tell them is, take your phone. Um, Most of them have cameras and or video cameras. Right you know just video each room and if you have any major items just to snap a video of it email it to yourself you have free storage in your email address so you'll have it with you anywhere in the world and you've got proof of all your stuff well you've heard it here first folks that is some good advice i think that's an awesome bit of information because the technology the free storage put it in your gmail account it's going to be there forever mark you had a question yeah, we had a phone call the other day coming into the office, and the uh, loan officer came to me. I did not know this answer, but apparently one of our customers that we did a home for closer to the Pigeon Forge area, uh-huh. they were going to start to uh, put their home up on VBRO, which is a rental you know, on a monthly basis. They, right. were, they had bought another house in Florida. Um, so the question was, does their regular home, they closed the loan with regular homeowners, you mm-hmm. know, typical homeowners policy, but they were concerned about the liability if they did the as a rent Rental, rental as you know monthly basis so right what's their exposure if somebody got hurt on the property because we talked about that just a little while ago would they be covered under the present policy no uh that's something that you again i'll go back to as a consumer you have need to have an active uh role in your insurance and and if you have a home that's written as a homeowner's and you have a renter in that home and there is a liability claim that comes out of that um there will be no coverage most uh, insurance policy language will exclude that type of loss. So it needs to be written as what's called a rental dwelling unit. Now, there are certain companies that will not accept sh- what's called a short-term rental, which is a weekly basis. Um, so if you're sh- renting it out per week, a lot of those in Gatlinburg are like that. Yeah. There could be some coverage issues there. Um, if you are renting it out on a monthly basis, you just need to make sure that it's a rental dwelling. But what that does is that extends your coverage to the renters as well. So if the renter had somebody over there and they got injured and it was a direct result from the liability of that renter, you would not have coverage if you had just a normal homeowner's on it. And we had a, another situation come up um, and brought to our attention that animals might change on a policy. And I thought this, I'd never thought of this, but pit bulls or larger dogs is there a limitation of what is insured um each company has its own underwriting guidelines um so i do know there are some companies that will not accept certain breeds um our company is not one of those but uh the only thing that we will not accept from an animal standpoint is there's some problems when when there's uh wild animals and or wolf dog uh, <laughs> hybrids. Wolf, wolf, dog. wolf dog. Yes. Are you serious? Really? People really have. <laughs> okay. That, right. is, that is actually uh, something that they go over with us is that uh, wolf dog breeds um, are 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 we if we, if there's a wolf dog breed, it's hard to have, get insurance. All right. Well, let's let's um because we only have about three minutes left. I don't know where the time <laughs> has gone, but you know one of the things that everybody wants to know about because we're getting into the we are in the season of thunderstorms hail wind 
all those types of uh, damages that they're going to see and have seen, unfortunately. Um, give me a quick rundown of what people should do once they experience the damage. Okay. Um, you know, you want to take responsibility for the claim as far as uh, I would always document uh, what damage has occurred. Uh, you never want to throw anything away. So if you had water damage inside your home, don't throw away clothes, don't throw away electronics. Even though it's totally ruined, save all the stuff. Uh, document it with pictures if you can. Um, you do need to do due diligence in protecting from further damage. So if it's a gaping hole and water could come in, in the, with a next storm, then you need to have somebody out there to do temporary repairs. Um, in, the in the policy contract, it says that you will, as a homeowner, uh, take precautions to prevent further damage after a loss. So you're allowed to do any type of uh, temporary repairs for that. Just don't do any permanent repairs until you've talked to your agent, until a claims adjuster has come out, and until everything's been properly documented. But do do temporary stuff and do document as much as you can. It never hurts to have more than enough. Okay. It, well, I think that that is very important for people to understand. And we're, we are here with uh, Monsoor Hansen, and I want him to real quick just tell us um, his contact information so that people that are out there listening, they know how to get a hold of him. Go ahead. Okay, well, um, you can reach me at my office. It's it's Monsoor Hassan. It's the Hassan Agency uh, with State Farm. So I Farm. said your name wrong. But that's right. okay. That, no, no, no big deal. <laughs> it, it's, it's not an East Tennessee name. Uh, <laughs> You're right so, about that. <laughs> so, um, but the, the telephone number at the office is uh, 690-7100. That's 690-7100. Um, we can answer any questions you have. Uh, um, you know, we're there. We're, we're a group of professionals that are here for our clients. And, you know, even if you're not one of our clients, we can give you advice uh, about insurance and, and maybe we'll earn our way to be your client in the future. Well, I really appreciate you coming in. And I tell you from firsthand knowledge, um, this guy is good and he knows what he's doing. And I appreciate his support and knowledge and expertise. Um, but guys, we'll be right back in just a moment. We have Kevin Thomas is going to come in and talk to us about uh, Internet and website design and all host of other things. So we'll be right back in just one moment. Your Fox News Radio Source, 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. 
When choosing a company to handle your home financing, you want a great rate and someone you can trust. Tennesseans turn to Mortgage Investors Group. Named Tennessee's number one THDA lender, eight years running. Homegrown right here in the Volunteer State and with 15 Tennessee locations, Mortgage Investors Group takes a caring approach to the lending process, finding a program specific to your needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109. 111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. Buying a home is now more affordable than it's ever been in the last 20 years. Decline in home values coupled with rock-bottom mortgage rates makes home affordability a reality. Mortgage Investors Group is ready to help you take advantage of these dynamic market conditions. With 16 Tennessee locations, MIG has dedicated itself to taking a caring approach to your home mortgage needs to help you make your home financing your reality. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group. Your home loan solutions for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. Clearly, your best choice for news talk. 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, and I hope that you're okay, and I hope that Annie is okay, too. My dog's name is Annie, and uh, she's not okay. <laughs> she's a crazy little guy. She's not a wolf, though. Oh, that's she's good. just a, a regular dog. Labrador. Um, well, thank you for coming back into the Housing Hour, and um, real quick, I want to tell you guys about a company that I believe very, very strongly in, and that is Admiral Title. Um Admiral Title is a company here locally that does real estate transaction closings, and they will take um, your customers, if you're a realtor or a lender, uh, all the way through the process, help to answer any questions um, that might come up either during the process um, or at closing concerning any law or transfer of title questions. Um, if you have a power of attorney, they're going to help you get all that set up. Um, they just do a tremendous job in uh, organizing and getting the closing done, uh, and they are very convenient. They're located right here off of Walker Springs Road. Um, matter of fact, they're right where the Sonic, next to the Sonic and the Rush, right there near Galahar. Um, but a great company. We use them a lot. I know Mark's folks use them. Um, a lot of our offices use them, and they're very dependable. They're just a good company, and I think that you should give them a try. And you can reach them directly, even if you are a, a customer or a person out there that's purchasing a home and paying cash, good for you. You can go directly to them as well. But their phone number is 865-531-6060. Admiral Title. Now, we're back into the housing hour. We have a special guest, Kevin Thomas. Uh, Kevin, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. Now, do you have a company name? I just know you as Kevin Thomas. Uh, well, I actually, I just moved to the Knoxville area a year ago. Right. Um, I have a, uh, a large consulting business from South Florida, mm -hmm. uh, where I'm from, and I'm divesting myself of those interests. And uh, when we came to Knoxville, we came here for our children's sake. South Florida mm -hmm. wasn't getting it done. Right. Um, after, Too hot. <laughs> well, too hot. The business climate down there is, is hostile. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there's, there's a myriad of reasons that we had moved. Uh, the most prominent, of course, was the well-being and, and education among my children. Right. And contrary to what I hear, uh, a lot of people here say, 
there are um, opinions here about the school system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I generally have to correct everybody that I come across. Uh, the school system here is excellent. Right. Uh, it's far superior to that in Florida, and it's actually far superior to uh, to that and most other places in the country. And we even teach y'all. The The word y'all is very prominent here. <laughs> and that helps. Well, well, I know, for instance, you know, we're talking about internet and websites and you've been the person that's helped us with thehousinghour.com. So if you're out there listening, you can go to thehousinghour.com and, you know, just in our conversations, your knowledge and just ability to uh, translate for us what is a very difficult and complicated subject matter into our language is is been remarkable and mark introduced me to uh you or you to me um i think that your sons are both in the same boy scouts uh troop i believe um but you know one of the things that we wanted to do is to bring you on to talk about you know the real estate person that's out there maybe they need you know a better site maybe they need a more interactive site you have the knowledge what are some of the things that you see that a good website for a real estate professional needs whether that be a lender or whether that be a realtor i mean we need to have some interaction we need to have some forums but what are some things from your perspective that people need i'm involved with that personally right now as i'm looking for a house i'm engaged with several real estate um, uh, people that all are doing the business the same way. Uh, they get you a list of listings, they email them to you, and they're pretty much the, the straightforward MLS kind of thing. Um, I think what's important when it comes to talking about websites and business and user experience, uh, in general, those are three very different layers of abstraction when you're talking about running your business. Uh, you can Your website's akin to your storefront, uh, so you wouldn't consider your website marketing. Your website is where they arrive after they've already engaged you on their marketing level. Once they're at your website, they then have to deal with user experience. Right. The user experience has to be concise, succinct, and allow the user to take the least amount of time to abstract the most, uh, the greatest amount of value. Uh, very few websites are designed that way, especially when it comes to mobile, dealing with the, uh, with the different tablet devices and, and so forth. So... With the way that I want to interact with people, uh, almost nobody has their website set up that way. Right. (laughs) Uh, And it's a common complaint against uh, just about everybody out there. Uh, Real estate is just about the best testing ground that you can do for mobile right now, and nobody's doing it right. Uh, And you can go to real estate seminars and go to a lot of the technology seminars, and nobody's approach right now really gives any user the experience they're looking for when looking for a house. And, and I think the same could be said for lenders out there. And we're, we're obviously not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but it's just a fact of lack of information, I think, and lack of expertise. And where I, th- I think that someone has to come bridge that gap for them. And I feel like you're the type of person who can, and you can't help every realtor that's out there or every lender that's out there. Um, For one, we need you. (laughs) But also though, I think people need to understand one of the things that you're an expert on is, you know, 50% of people are going to go to your website on a mobile device. They need to know that, that and make sure that your website is set up to translate well to a mobile device at least and from if you're if you're design if you're designing a website right now there is no reason not to do both uh and 
there's too many people out there that are spending money today on things that don't do both. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't engage the user. They don't immediately get the user into the funnel and engage that user with their goal at that site. Uh, it, it's either laden with content that's irrelevant. Uh, it doesn't lead them down the path that they're there to, to go through. And those things are easily solved. Uh, it's everybody I've sit, sat down with, within 15 minutes, we can identify 10 things we can do yeah. and get the ball further down the field for them and their business. Well, one thing that I think that you pointed out to me was, you know what? Flash is not going to work on an iPad. So if your website has Flash as its primary focus at the beginning of the website, you're done because they can't because people are using these mobile devices these iOS devices whether it be an Android operating system or an iOS on the Apple you're going to lose customers because flash doesn't work on well on Android it may but not on the iPad and I guarantee you a lot of people have iPads and iPhones yeah online banking sites are suffering from flash based online banking um, tools that just are inaccessible a lot of the virtual tour tours that you see with real estate, um, people are are done in flash and not accessible. Um, one of the things that attracted me here to your show, and, and I'm, I'm pleased uh, as I can be to be a friend of the show, uh, the information that you provide uh, and the shelf life of the information that you're putting out there is, is tremendous. Um, people can refer to these shows months later and it's still fresh. So the fact that you have an entire uh, repository on iTunes right now. People can go back and look through all these things and educate themselves when they're engaged in buying a house or getting a loan uh, at any time and pretty much get a year's worth of education in a couple of hours. So yeah. th that to me was an, a really attractive point. to. And what that was doing. your idea. That wasn't our idea. Well, you, <laughs> exactly. you, you put the content together. What you do here is an extraordinarily difficult thing. You're not just plumping down in the chair and, and, and you know doing it off the cuff every week. There's a lot of planning that goes into this. I don't think people appreciate. So yeah. when, when I see a project like this, I'm very attracted to it because mm -hmm. great content is hard to come by. Yeah. And you're producing that. And I think the family of listeners that you're attracting to the show, they're growing every week. Right. Um, are going to appreciate the treasure trove of information that you've compiled and then have made it actually very easily inaccessible to them. Well, this isn't about us. I mean, thank you so much. <laughs> but, you know, the, the other thing too, and I appreciate that, and I feel the same way, and you have helped us to take what we have, which we feel, like you just mentioned, is very valuable, and you've been able to show us how to showcase that in a way that is user-friendly, but it's also um, easy to function. You know, it's user experience is is very good and it's it's a simple interface it's not real complicated it's not very busy but i i think what you're also saying too is that realtors out there if what your content and what your product is is your homes that you have listed then you need to be able to showcase those homes in a way that the user can experience them in the best way possible that's correct i've worked with a few realtors in south florida we tried some test programs that worked out extremely well uh their marketing budgets went down 50 percent 60 percent so did the cases. home values well this, this is one reason they had to do it differently and we found that we were able to cut their marketing uh budgets in half and increase their activity 
500, 600%. Yeah. Um, and, and we can get into those things in future shows if you want to. I'm more than happy to uh, to give the information out to anybody who wants to you know, start incorporating that into their daily uh, routines. But well, uh, here's what I think, Kevin, with people that are out there listening, no matter who you are. And I mean, the thing is, I'm kind of torn because I don't want you to be run over with business because I want to, you know, selfishly, I want to have you. But um, at the same time, I certainly understand what you're doing. It doesn't cost that much to have Kevin uh, take an inventory of what you're doing, have him set up for you uh, a site and give you the tools that you need in order to make your experience for whatever it is that you're selling, whether that be a realtor, whether that be a lender, or quite frankly, anything that you're selling. Um, Kevin can give you the tools and, and help you identify some things that are lacking. And, and, and you know, Mark, I mean, it, it really, it didn't set us back too much. No, it's a, it's a great value, but you know, what we get from it is, is even bigger than anything that we have to pay out. So, right. so that's what we're looking for, but one of the things that you brought to us is is you get you get this great website. It's very interactive. Everybody can use it. But if no one knows about it, it's it's totally irrelevant. Uh, now, talk a little bit about the search engines and your specialty is getting that information out. That's the marketing arm. And uh, too many people confuse marketing with website presence. The fact that you've built a website does not mean you've marketed anything. Right. Uh, the fact that you're number one in Google doesn't mean you're marketing correctly because if you've got a pet store here in Knoxville and the guy in Cucamonga, California finds it, he's not going to be your customer. Unless Cucamonga? You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless you have a way to, to do some e-commerce with that guy. Right. And those are the kinds of things we address. You need to expand your enterprise beyond your local presence, if possible. And if you only have a local presence, like in the case of a real estate agent, you need to concentrate that local presence locally. Uh, and there's ways to do that um, and kind of put your business into overdrive by getting rid of all the peripheral noise uh, that so many people spend their efforts trying to, you know, be in all these places at once. Uh, we we kind of focus those efforts. I mean, when we talk about engaging somebody, people are already doing 99% of the work. All I do is organize that effort so that it can be focused and produce results that are measurable in a, in a short order as possible. And I think too, with um, we have about three minutes left, and I think that one of the things that there's such misinformation out there is that people think that their website, when people do these type of things. They think that their website has to have the flash and the 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 big lights and all of these bells and whistles, which it should, but you don't want to spin your wheels with something that's not going to be targeting what you want to target, but also having the content that really is going to be measurable and also um, important to the people that are visiting it. And I think that's one of the things that's lacking. And then more importantly, your website has to be set up so that Google can actually read it. You were telling me about how Google is basically set up so that it's going to disqualify your site if you have multiple listings of multiple content listings and duplications and things like that. People need to know these things. Yeah, there, there's a lot that goes into SEO, but SEO is also SEO is search engine optimization, right. the most overused word and catchphrase on the internet today. And people get enamored by it and think that's going to be the be all end all of their marketing efforts online. And it certainly isn't. Google changes its algorithms on a regular basis to deal with a lot of these things, content penalization being one of them. Uh, we can Less is better. The bottom line is less is better. When people get to your website, they don't want to start going through the encyclopedia. They want to be able to consume what you have 
what your message is in two to three sentences and then start to interact with you if they are indeed your customer. If they're not, you've let them go and you've respected their time. That's the key. And once we sit down and we can define that message, we, we have a, a super starting point for, for any successful uh, venture we, we engage in. Well, I can't tell you how much that I appreciate you coming in and talking to us and spending a little time with us. And is there a way that people can get a hold of you? Uh, they can get a hold of me through the site. I'll put my contact information up with the show. And mm-hmm. I'm also the webmaster contact on your website. So Perfect. anybody wants to call, criticize, or, or praise me, that's yeah. that's where they can So go. you can go to thehousinghour.com right now. And we're going to have that uh, located right there on that uh, front page and be able to give you the information that you need. So again, uh, Kevin, I appreciate it. Look forward to future uh, business with you. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. This is The Housing Hour. For Fox News Radio, 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to being your home loan solution. It's just that simple. With over 22 years of experience in the home financing business and over 60,000 clients, MIG is Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender. Whether you're looking to upgrade your current home, purchase your first home, or need to simply refinance to a lower rate, now is the time to move. There has never been a better time to buy a home than there is today. Record low rates, great selection of homes for sale, and sellers ready to sell. This environment will not last forever. Mortgage Investors Group has money to lend, experienced loan officers to guide you, and a singular focus of helping you. Contact us and we will help you realize your American dream today. MIGonline.com or 865-691-8910. Equal housing lender, Tennessee license number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group. When it's time to buy a home or take advantage of terrific refinancing options, put your trust in Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender for over 20 years. With 15 locations in the state of Tennessee, Mortgage Investor Group offers a diversified line of products that takes a caring approach to the lending process that ensures each loan fits your individual needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. WNOX News Talk 100.3. Find us on Facebook. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. 
Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, and I wanted to tell you guys about a company that I believe very strongly in. And you know, if you think about it, everybody has a plan uh, for their financial future. You may have a good plan, and you may have a bad plan, but the bottom line is we all have a plan. And one of the things that Capital Financial Group does is help you with your plan. You know, it's important for me as a father and as a husband to set things right with our finances. My son is now four. My daughter is seven. You know, and before I know it, I know that they're going to be going to college. And I know that they're going to need to have money for that and for other things throughout their lives. And at some point, I'd like to retire. I know that that's not something that I can think of in the immediate future, but I want to have a plan for that uh, in my future. Bobby and his team, are the people you can go to to help you with just that. They take care of everything from A to Z. And what they do is they'll take you and they'll interview you and help under try to understand what your goals are. And then after they understand your goals, they will then put a plan in place that will help you to get to those goals. Now, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you don't have a plan, you know, right now is the best time to do that. You know, the stock market is doing a little better. People's 401ks are beginning to do a little bit better. So it'd be a great time for you to come in and try to set things right with your finances. And the bottom line is you want to go with somebody you want to, you can trust. So give Bobby and his team a call, 865-246-1680. All right. Well, you know, everybody, that this is our Goodwill segment of our show. I'm going to turn it over to Mark for just that segment. Go ahead, Mark. Well, we have a really special guest with us today because this is an incredible um, opportunity to talk about a program that's been in existence since 1987, I believe. And Lynn Petter is with us from Shangri-La Therapeutic Academy of Riding. Is that correct? That is correct. Lynn, welcome to this microphone. And tell us a little bit about where, how you started and where you, what you do. Um, well, how I started is quite a long story, so we'll keep it really <laughs> short. <laughs> in that I, I just had this idea when I was in college. I was exposed to some uh, children that were having some issues in the horse through the horse they had a eureka moment and that enabled me to go hmm what if i could do this and i could plug that in and of course my professors all thought i was a little bit kooky but i'm stubborn and and persisted and and eventually we were able to um create what now star has become which is much larger than when i had initially planned it it was on my kitchen table and i was helping people and that was the extent of it and now we're on 63 acres um just outside of farragut towards lenore city 28 horses, 20 staff members, and um, over 400 volunteers. So it's become a wow, huge... Wow, that is big. It is That's big. Incredible. It is big. But, you know, as I look at it, you sit there and think, wow, what amazing things we are doing, how we're touching these lives. And it's a long-term touch. It's not just a, oh, we're having fun today and, and a pony ride. That's kind of the stigma that we're always battling is that people think, oh, yes, Helen, that's so sweet. And you're going, no, it's not. These kids are working their fannies off there getting that horse ready they're putting their equipment on they're learning how to care for a being and then they're doing all the motor planning and all the physical physical activities um, and mind uh, stimulation that it takes to really get the horse from point a to point b that's a big challenge and who who, who do you 
target? Who are the people that you're helping by doing this? Well, now that we have a permanent facility, we were able to expand our programming considerably. And so we have the therapeutic riding, which is geared towards children and adults with disabilities that could be physical, neurological, or mental challenges. But we also have a Changing Strides program, which is working with at-risk youth. Um, basically, it's targeting those in alternative schools and the juvenile justice centers. And it is, has been hugely successful um, in taking these youth that have uh, huge gaps in their knowledge of what integrity is and respect and trust, um, as well as they've got labels plastered across their foreheads. So they're they're really out there trying to prove something. And we kind of strip those labels away and say, hey, you just come in the barn and you're just who you are. We don't want to know what you did. We the horse care. doesn't know who you are. Exactly. The horse is going to take you for who you are right in front of them. And once they get over that, you see these amazing people that just needed to be given a chance. And um, we've seen some really miraculous turnarounds and the North City school system has been fabulous in, in encouraging us and actually bringing in other classes of students that aren't yet in the alternative school, but if they keep on their current pathway, they're going to be there. Right. And so it's very preemptive and uh, been very, very successful. Um, we also have a program working with disabled veterans, which is relatively new. It's called Heroes and Horses. Um, we're having a hard time getting it up and running because uh, we have to get a hold of the veterans and they tend to, once they get down here, kind of shut themselves in their houses and they're not very willing to admit that there's an issue or or to seek help like they should but it's a free program we do we felt like they have given enough and we don't need to charge them so we get donations to cover their costs totally um, well, can I, can I interject in here sure. just a second? I, I have so many questions. I'm not going to be able to ask them all because I think this is such an amazing thing that you're doing. And I think that one of the things that people that are listening that they really want to understand is the benefits that um, are realized from these programs. For instance, I'm just going to look at the troubled youth um, part of that. You know, some of these folks may not have a father, may not have a mother, or whatever the case is. They're struggling, and when they come into this program, um, the interaction that they establish and the self-esteem and the independence and all of these things that are are a direct result of this program, it really can set person a person, a troubled youth, on the right path and change their life forever. Because, you know... I've always admired people that deal in horses and love horses and they're such a unique individual. And I find that those people themselves are unique like you and just have such vision on what it means to be, you know, really out there and, and giving back and utilizing these alternative methods because, I mean, God gave us a horse, not just to ride on its back, but also to kind of interact with and Partner. it's a God's creature and I think it's just amazing what you're doing I really appreciate you coming in I just wanted to interject that so tell us how we can help number one um, well, you know, we are a nonprofit, so that's kind of a given that there's always ways to help financially, whether it be um, through sponsoring events, um, sponsoring a horse, sponsoring a rider, um, gift of in-kind. There's a lot of in-kind services that are provided to us because managing horses is an expensive proposition. There's no two ways about that. Um, but we also need volunteers. It's a, co a continuing um, process of training volunteers, and our next volunteer training is May 26th. That's a Saturday from 1.30 to 5.30. But we also have a junior volunteer program. And those are individuals that are 10 to 12 years old. So we can utilize the young 
you know, um, active kids who really want to get out and make a difference, but not too many people will give them that opportunity. Well, they're kind of like our barn rats. You know, they, they sweep and they get stuff out and they put stuff away and they're not really engaged in the lesson yet, but they're learning. And so by the time they, they turn 13, then they're really ready to, to sink their teeth in. And we have a junior volunteer training on May 29th from 5 to 7. Um, so that the, the volunteerism is huge. We have a facility committee. We're on 63 acres. It's hay time in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And uh, it takes a lot of manpower to put up hay. So, hey, the football players out there, we really could use you. We've been trying to get a coach to, you know, make that one of his workouts. Call Coach Dooley and see if he can get something. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> There's an idea. Because, you know, it doesn't, when you have many hands make light work. And we have found that through the years that STAR is a very grassroots organization, and we don't depend on any one entity to pull us through. We we want everyone to feel a part of it, mm-hmm. and when you have that buy-in, then um, it's much smoother, and you can get help from the oddest places. You just never uh, know. And tell tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Give us your website address and how. Okay, it's www.rideatstar.org, and then the phone number is 865 988-4711. And what is Hoof It? Uh, Hoof It is a, a 5K um, run and a 10K run, and it's a field run. It's it's uphill and down. It's a very strenuous one. A field run? Yeah. Well, it's out in the it's out in the woods oh, and in, uh, okay. on a farm, so it's strenuous not... Strenuous on the horses? No. <laughs> oh. And your two little hooves that you're going with. Um, but the uh, Operation Boot Camp is helping us this year, and so it's going to also be a wellness fair. Mm-hmm. So we'll have um, different vendors there representing different aspects. Of, and that's of, in September. It is in September. Mm-hmm. And um, the people who ran it last year were really thrilled with it. They said it was a really cha- really challenging course, but they were all coming back because they wanted it was so good. So do, it, would, do, Will you have day of event signups or do people need to sign up for this event before that Saturday? The preference is before and it is listed with Knoxville Track Club and it's also listed on our website. So they can go to either place to sign up and register for that now. Um, but we'll maybe have we should things. have you back too, maybe sometime. And we'll have it before. on our website. Hey, we will. there we go. We have a calendar on our website. And for folks out there that are listening, rideatstar.org, um, really a, a great website. I'm actually looking at it right now here on my iPad, and uh, it actually works very well. The, you know, it doesn't have a lot of flash. It's a very concise uh, website. You can download for your reading pleasure a uh, kind of a uh, brochure of each of the programs and so forth, uh, and you can go there. And again, and that's ride at star.org. And they yeah. have a lot of sponsorships available. So you sponsor riders, you sponsor animals, you sponsor cats. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, every barn has to have cats. There, there are rodent and pest control. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so they have needs as well, veterinary needs and feed and, and things when they're not catching the mice, of course. But, um, we don't have a lot of mice because we have cats. So it's uh, a devil-edged sword. We right. do have to feed them. So yeah, we have cat sponsors. Um, but for this particular event, you were just talking about the hoof it. We are looking for sponsors for that because as you know, when you have sponsorship money and it reduces the cost of actually putting on the event so that all money's brought in can go straight to the program. How much money for a sponsor like what you're looking for? Um, for hoof it, I, I and I don't quote me, but um, there's a $500 level and then there's a $1,000 level. Okay. So it really isn't that yeah. much. Right. Don't quote her though. <laughs> <laughs> you got to well, talk to the development director. We only director. have about 30 seconds left. And I just want to thank you for coming in and sharing a few moments with us. And we'll have all of your information on our website. So please go to thehousinghour.com and you can go directly to Ride 
at star.org for more information. And we're coming to the end of another great show. Thank you all for coming in and joining us. We sure do appreciate it. We appreciate Mortgage Investors Group serving East Tennessee and all of Tennessee since 1989. We'll see you next week. God bless. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.